course, all the guys are here because we are talking Uncharted. And uh, we have to introduce everybody. Zach, Zach, good morning, man. How are you, sir? Hey, man. Good morning. Doing pretty good. Uh, really excited to talk about Uncharted. Um, it's been a little bit since I've seen it, um, but I I do remember the details, details that uh, I would say I was not happy about. So uh, we'll kind of get into that. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. Excellent. And of course, joining us is, of course, Brandon, sir. How are you doing today? <laughs> I am good, Phoenix. It is good to be back. Um, like Zach said, we are talking Uncharted and I have some words about this movie. So um, I'm just going to go and pass it back to Phoenix so we can get right into this thing. <laughs> All right, so Uncharted officially came out, I want to say a week ago or so, or two weeks ago when you're when you're listening to this, um, starring Tom Holland and uh, Mark Wahlberg. It is based on the PlayStation video game of the same name. And uh, yeah, now I personally have never played uh, the Uncharted games. So actually and this this is a little fun fact for you uh everyone listening i've never owned a playstation <laughs> like any playstation in my life not not one two three four or five i've never owned a playstation always been a sega and xbox kind of guy so uh playstation has eluded me so i've never played the uncharted game so my view of this movie may be a little I don't know, slanted <laughs> simply because I do not know the source material. But these guys have seen this movie. <laughs> uh, they saw it a week before me. So they've been holding on to their thoughts for a long time. So I'm going to let them kick this off because I cannot wait to hear what they have to say. Brandon, please take it away. I, I'm, I, I don't even care. I'm ripping the seal of spoilers. <laughs> Why? Why, 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 why did you need to make this movie? There, there was no reason to like, okay, cool. The foundation was there. I'll give them that. The foundation was there. Characters were there. The basic like plot line of going on adventure was there, but there's just so much wrong with how they executed it and who they casted. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I have to give Tom Holland crap for this because I have seen him play other roles than Peter Parker in his other movies. He has done Cherry. He didn't sound like Peter Parker then. He has done uh, uh, Devil All the Time. He doesn't sound like Peter Parker. He could have done a better impression, a better like American boy, uh, American impression, if that's the term for it, because um, he's British for Nathan Drake. If you're going to cast Nathan Drake, play the part, not the part that you're literally playing a, in a, another multi-million dollar like multi-billion dollar uh franchise <laughs> like i just have so much between the plot the characters just everyone just felt so out of character like mark Wahlberg, i'll give him credit i think he did an okay job as Sully. however i was i'm more excited to see him in the sequel that they're setting up than i wasn't even in this film because they gave him a damn mustache in the end credit scene <laughs> where was that this whole film that's like that's solely staple is this mustache and you and you tease that for the sequel are you kidding me get out of here man <laughs> all right now those are my initial thoughts zach yeah so i have never phoenix like you i've actually never played this game oh really i went blind to this nope i have no pre like uh no no thoughts that I had any time before walking into this movie, no expectations, nothing, and I hated it. <laughs> I hated this movie. This movie was terrible. It is the run of the mill adventure movie where you find gold and everyone wins. And Tom Holland is playing Spider Man in the like, I'm watching Peter Parker right now. I'm watching him when he's not dressed up as Spider-Man running around with a different name and different identity. It's the same, it's the same character. Tom Holland really messed this up. Um, I'm assuming this was shot probably around the same time Spider-Man was, which is why it's so out of character. But if you can't commit 
to playing a role, then don't do it. <laughs> if you, I'm sorry. Like, if you can't commit to doing that, don't do it. You, you are showing poor quality of your work mm-hmm. as an actor when you do that. I understand that, like, yeah, of course it's money and everyone loves that, but if you're doing a disservice to the people who love those games and stuff, don't do it. It's just simple as that. Mark Wahlberg was an okay actor in this movie. Um, I personally was not any, like, there's nothing that really stuck out with him for me. Um, I just felt like this was a very run-the-mill adventure movie. And honestly, if Uncharted wasn't a game, uh, and like I said, I haven't seen any of them, um, I would feel like this is just some random adventure movie that I would have picked up at a dollar movie store, to be honest. That's how bad this movie was. I I did not like it. There was some, there was like maybe one or two jokes I laughed at. The entire movie, everything else, the comedy was just really not there. They, it, it was... This to me is once again like free guy Ryan Reynolds this is my personal opinion. This is Ryan Reynolds trying to be funny, except now it's Tom Holland doing the same thing. And it's not funny. It's forced. It's not natural. It came off bad. I hated this movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I went and just I, sorry to cut you off because I feel like you're about to talk, talk things. Like I, I just went into this movie. I, I at least expected some effort. <laughs> I'll say that. All right, go ahead, Phoenix. Uh, well, I have to say, I really love this movie. Uh, you're I, no, I, I, no, I, no, <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> uh no. Um, hey, sounds scary like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I like because i had no prior knowledge of it like we were we were supposed to record this episode last week right. the, the day before like they was like yeah we, we're doing uncharted i was like i totally forgot to watch that movie like i totally it just it left my head i had no no recollection of it and i was like okay well we'll, we'll do it next week and so if we weren't doing this show i would not have went and saw, saw this movie <laughs> like it personally it um in terms of marketing this this movie didn't do any 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 pull for me to to personally go out and see it um like i said i didn't play the game so i didn't really have that nostalgia factor which was drawing me to the to the to see this film um but i went in and i came out and and basically i can say um it was a movie (laughs) yeah yeah it was a movie um this was i don't think it was terrible i'll 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 say that i don't think it was terrible like right now i think it's got like 40 percent on rotten tomatoes i think that's a bit ridiculous that that's what's too high it's too high no that's 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 too low i think is i think a solid 50 maybe even 55 fine but 40 i think is a little bit too low but it's got a 90 percent audience rating which i think is also incredibly ridiculous let me tell you why because the internet is filled with a bunch of tom holland simps who don't who don't differentiate from from actual good content to oh my god my king tom holland is in this (laughs) and that might be the case and uh, like but for me like yeah they're both they're both outrageous like the 40 percent the 90 percent they're outrageous this is a perfectly fine serviceable passable film however I think its biggest problem is that it's not an Uncharted movie. Like if, if this were, cause here's the thing. I never played Uncharted. This movie should have made me want to go play Uncharted. <laughs> it should have made me be like, oh, I got to get this game. I need to, you know, catch up, be like, oh, I need to see what this world is like. Something like that. Didn't do any of that. Like. <laughs> It did not pull me into like this world where I'm like, oh yeah, like I love, I like Tom Holland. Uh, but what you said is, is 100%. He's playing, it's Peter Parker playing Nathan Drake. So I'm like, I can't really get invested in this world because 
this this is Peter Parker. Like this mm-hmm. is this is Spider Man. This is you know this is a character that I know from another franchise who does not fit the role exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it was just weird and like it was somewhat of an origin story. You could tell like you know because by the end of it he finally gets like the gun belt and all of that stuff and and you know what I'm saying and they're they're playing into all of the tropes that that Nathan Drake is is familiar with. You know the long sword and stuff like that. So I was like cool but again i like nothing about this film made me want to invest further in this mm-hmm. in this world and that's yeah. where i was at with it yeah and to further my point real quick i just pulled up some letterbox five-star reviews <laughs> so this comes from a five-star review from someone who just watched it today help i actually really loved it crying emoji crying emoji and the fact that most of the film takes place in barcelona my city fjc jxjzj also, Tom looks so good in the whole film. WTF? S J S H F J F K S K S K S R. What the heck is that? I don't know who's got these people speak in italics, but they gotta stop. I like the A S C F D H J K L. Like where they don't know what to say, so they do this like a filler. Ah, okay. I think. I mean. Really, guys? Come on. But, like, I proved my point. Everyone's giving this five stars because Tom Holland is, quote, sexy to them. I mean, listen, Tom Holland's a great-looking guy. But, like... But I don't base base movies on how sexy or how, like, attractive the main character is. No. Oh, no, otherwise I'd be in a lot of movies and they'd win everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> these are facts these are facts <laughs> so like uh like yeah so for for me like the one thing that i have to address um oh still not okay um what was i gonna say okay so this is this is my second biggest issue with the film right is it's an action adventure story so like in the name of Uncharted. But if I wanted to see an, an action adventure movie, I have Indiana Jones. I have National Treasure. I have, you know what I'm saying? Like there are, like it didn't do anything to distinguish itself from those. So I'm like, why would I care about this adventure when I, I have this. I have, a, I have two whole franchises I could go to. This action adventure. I don't even need the the, the treasure hunt of it all. Die Hard. I just watch the entire Die Hard series. Like all of this is is pulled from those films, and it's uh-huh. like. And then on top of it, you don't ha- have characters that are really entrenched in this world to make me believe it. You don't have the visuals of the game that really, you know explore this 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 world that we're in so like for me like it was it was fine it was passable it was just instantly forgettable (laughs) yeah like even after sleeping on it i'm like this film is just worse than i believe because like (laughs) let's just like even like even just we gotta stop scratching the surface on here like just every character is like oh i'm betraying you i'm betraying you in the games Chloe was more of the person to be on the side of Nathan. Sully and Nathan were literally like best friends from beginning to end. I mean, because I mean, I can't remember if they died, but like, I mean, Nathan definitely did. I can't remember if Sully died or not, but like literally they they were best friends. So like them, not nobody trusting each other just made no sense in this movie. It just felt like I was watching Pirates of the Caribbean. Another action adventure movie that this pulled from. (laughs) <laughs> yes, totally. It's like uh, plus all the all the product placement, like Tinder, uh, Tinder, and they were talking about Papa. Jo- oh my god! What was the what was the term about Papa John's in this movie? Uh, you know, I think there's room for humor, but uh, <sighs> yeah. Um, now I will say. I did like uh, Sophia Taylor Ali, mm-hmm. who played Chloe. I mm-hmm. did like her character. I did think she did a great job. 
which is funny because she has less screen time than the two main actors. And I enjoyed her character a lot more than the other two. She was a more interesting character to me. And so was um, the other girl. I don't know. Tati Gabrielle. Tati Gabrielle, but I don't know what her character, I don't, I don't remember what her character name was. But Braddock. Um, she, you know, she was also a great character. How about the lady who killed the spy kid's dad? Antonio Banderas, I'm like, what is going on with this guy? Like, he's he was a terrible villain. <laughs> not threatening at all. Yeah, I, I only see him as the dad from Spy Kids. Oh, that's terrible. Uh. I, I can't I can't see him in any other role. But uh, when he died, dude. when he died, I, I, I felt like I was watching Moonfall again, where at the end it's like, you're part of the moon now. When he died, I started laughing like, what? Isn't he the villain of this movie? Like, what? Oh, I know. Yeah, I was like, okay, so... Yeah. I was like, what is this movie? Yeah, at that point, like, I, I could see how you, you could lose interest because it's like, we've been building with this guy this whole movie, and then... Yeah, and he just dies he, instantly. Yeah, he, he doesn't make it to the third act at all. So it's like, what, really? Okay, like, I'm like, again, this is where I was a little bit lost because I'm like, I don't know if this happens in the game. I don't know what the game's sort of dynamics are. Like, if there is this sort of betrayal left and right type of type of thing so i was like okay like you know for me i'm like maybe it works because you know this is what the game does but i'm like as a movie whatever (laughs) whatever it that was that was pretty much my thought process was like okay i guess that's gonna happen now so But I do want to say, like, I'm right there with you. Uh, Sophia Ali and Tati, uh, was it Tati Gabrielle? Were my favorite pieces of this film. Um, honestly, if they had been in more of the marketing, that would have drawn me, drew me to the theater yeah. more than than uh, Mark Wahlberg and, and, and Tom Holland. So The problem with Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland is we've all seen them and it just didn't seem like they really tried. Like, it's like, oh, kind of, it just seemed like, oh, I was handed this role. I'm just going to, like, say the lines I need to say and leave. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That That's what it felt like with them. The others um, did not feel like that. I don't, I don't think I know much of their work. I don't, I don't feel like I do. So, uh, I don't want to say that because I, I'm really bad with names sometimes. I know that they've been in other movies, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so for me, yeah, Sophia Ali, I've never, like, I know she's in, apparently she's in Grey's Anatomy and stuff like that. And But I have never seen her work. I thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe someone has seen Grey's, you know, <laughs> comment, comment somewhere on our Twitter if you've seen Grey's and you thought she didn't do a great job. I want to know. So she, she did good with the context. Uh, she could. She did good with the script she was given. I'll say that. <clears throat> I mean, like that wasn't Chloe whatsoever. Like, like as far as t- uh, like what she was wearing, outfit wise, yes, that was Chloe. As right. a character, like she fit the mold, but the the writing for her was just out of character again. So. Oh, what? Bad writing doesn't necessarily always make a bad actress. Though. And that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. She did a good job with what she was given. It's like with Hayden Christensen in The Attack of the Clones. Everyone gives him crap for his acting. He did good for what he was given. Right. George Lucas told him to literally make a, 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 a monologue about sand and make it sound like it's like the worst dialogue ever. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you a question, Brandon. Have you, you played? Have you played all of the Uncharted games? All four. All four. Except, except I've all, the only one I haven't played was the the one the one where you play as Chloe because I didn't get a chance to get to that. Okay, so like, is it is it possible that your attachment to the game is making you dislike this movie a bit more? It's less of my attachment to it and more of knowing how everyone's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like if you're because if you're gonna make a movie about a video game based off a video game, you gotta characterize everybody like they're supposed to. Like Sonic did a good job with that. Sonic blew my expectations out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But on the other hand, you have another video game movie such as what's it called? Tomb Raider. I wasn't the biggest fan of and I didn't even play the games for that. Right. But um, can we talk about Nathan or the guy who played Nathan Drake, Nolan North? Yeah, his, his, his cameo. His I I actually that was that was one of the reasons I gave this more than a half star. But even a Nolan North cameo couldn't even save this movie, which I thought is it unfortunate. Was, I, I thought it was hilarious because I was like, you know, uh, <laughs> hate to bring this back up. But uh, when I was watching the Harry Potter franchise for the first time, uh-huh. uh, like one of the things that was really annoying me was all of the things that they had put in the movies that were specifically for book fans, right? Specifically for the people who had read the books. And so many of the movies were like that. And so like that, that Nolan North appearance that like, I was watching it and I was like, I'm guessing he's involved in Uncharted, which is the only reason why they did that. So like, for me, it was just like, that's, that's for the game fans, right? That that's what that was for. Me not being a game fan, it was really kind of just like, okay, <laughs> like I guess. But like, yeah, it was like that. That's an interesting thing, and it, and it, you're right. It didn't do much to for the story at all. Yeah, I mean, MCU does that, but they have such a cult following. It's a little, it's a little different. It's a lot different. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot different. It is a lot different, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. But um, sorry, excuse me. Um, but yeah, no. Nathan Drake's cameo. Oh, I mean, Nolan North's character uh, cameo. It was good. It, like, even he was like, "Hey, what happened to you?" Oh, I fell off a plane. Oh, that's happened to me a few times. Which it's funny because that has happened to him a few times. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. But um, he, it's just unfortunate. Like Nolan North. Is at that age he could have easily played Nathan Drake in this movie. <laughs> he already has the voice. He fits the mold again. I, I like in modern day. Like he could have done it. I mean, I probably would have preferred him, honestly. And I and I've never even played the games, but I get what like. And this is why I asked you that because I'm like, I I don't know if they ever do an origin story in the Uncharted. They uh, they do. Okay, so is this similar to that or? sort of with the brother and stuff yes but they don't have him keep sending him postcards from different places which is another issue that i have um well they're looking to turn the keys and stuff they're literally in like the worst like the worst place you could do that they're literally under the sewer that takes them to the papa to a papa john's Mm -hmm. like are you are you kidding me yeah are you kidding me? Like, there is so much more that you could have done. And then um, I was mad about Chloe's betrayal that she was working for Spy Kid's dad. That was such a stupid twist. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just have to point out. You were talking about Antonio Banderas. Who, yes. I know you're young, but let me let me let me clarify something. I know what else he's been in. I know okay. he, he I know he was in Zorro and stuff. Yeah, Desperado, Zorro, Once Upon a Time in Mexico, like yeah. Yeah, no, I know his filmography. I just only see him as Spy Kids Dad. <laughs> okay, I don't know why, but yeah, keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, um, Chloe's betrayal was stupid. Um. <laughs> But yeah, like if you were to play the games, you would see that they're literally not just like the only reason the only time that they're in actual like towns and not like off in the distance from towns is when they're trying to, to rob an artifact from a museum. Right. Like one of my favorite missions from Uncharted 2 is like the, is the second episode but to infiltrate a museum and you have to silently take out the guards to steal an artifact and you have to escape. I love that one so much. But it's just that, so much is too over convoluted and yeah. just they just they, they tried too hard to deliver so little yeah. oh, because, uh... i mean the difference is like and this is why why i say um you know the the games in uh probably making a, a a big difference because uh one of the things that i noticed is that people who've played the games they point to the writing they point to the specific story of the games and 
the way they talk about it, like you, you only Brandon, you can speak to this. Like the writing the story of of the Uncharted games sounds fantastic. I didn't get any of that here. Like, like I didn't get any of that here. Like where it was like this major world where it was like you know really important. This was this was a money chase. You know what I'm saying? This mm-hmm. was a heist kind of film, and it was just it wasn't really deeply motivating. It was kind of just, yeah, it fell on deaf ears for me. So can you like expand upon that? Like the right, what was the key difference from the writing of the game to the writing of it in this movie? It's less of a writing thing and more of they're trying to fit an entire game worth of footage or like a game worth of like content into mm-hmm. a hour and 50 minute movie uh if you get what i mean mm-hmm. so like missions that like you would have to literally run around killing bad guys and all that trying to fight artifacts gets narrowed down to an hour and 50 minute movie um but just even the writing for the characters like just all this betrayal and stuff it makes no sense you know what it reminded me of uh there was a tv show uh that i hate watched for two seasons called smash right uh because you know i'm i'm a big broadway guy and it was about you know these these people trying to put on two different broadway shows right Mm -hmm. and what killed me the entire time was like their height of drama for every single character was that they would cheat on their partner that was it (laughs) that was the height of drama for every single character these mind you this is a cast of like 26 people and like you got 15 couples and that's it. Every episode, you're cheating on them, you're cheating on him, you're cheating on him. Like, and I'm like, that's what this movie felt like. It's like, we're betraying here, we're betraying here, we're betraying here, we're betraying here. It's like, what? okay, you gotta, you gotta give me something else. Like, like after a while, you just have to give me something else. And that, that's, that, that's the basis thing I, I, I came up with. It was just like the height of, of drama in this movie is that we're gonna betray this person. And it's like, okay, it's great if you do it once. But then you did it three other times, and it was just yeah. Like, it's like it's like if you if you're gonna if you're gonna do this and you're gonna have their trust shaken, don't have them retrust them just to get betrayed again. Right. Like, who the hell does that? Yeah, I mean Nathan Drake. Nathan did a made a uh, he made a, a he made a good trick on Chloe. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna write the, write the fake coordinates down right here and just throw the real coordinates in a little bottle, and like. That was creative. It was creative. That was smart. It was stupid. Like, here, here's why. Uh, because I'm like, you're telling me this. Like, you're telling me, right? You wouldn't know. You're, 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 you're a treasure hunting true duo, trio, whatever. You guys have been doing this for a while. And you, you think he's just going to randomly write down coordinates and leave them on the table for anyone mm-hmm. to see? Really? seriously like yeah. i'm just like come on man like like i fully expected her to show up in the ships along with sully because i was like yeah because otherwise you're you're, you're kind of stupid if you like like you could have literally saw that and then saw the bottle two inches away then like yeah hmm, i bet something's <laughs> in here found the coordinates put it back and still did the letter and all of that jazz and showed up right where he was at like the yeah. the whole swerve of that was just was brain dead. I thought that was so stupid. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Not even to mention how they use GPS in this movie for their phones. Yeah. Like cool. It's creative. How many times did they have their phone on them and they were submerged in water? <laughs> Please tell me this. Please answer me this Nathan Fillion. How the hell are you going to explain that their phones are still working? After literally falling out of a plane, or when they were liter- when they're in Italy, um, I think that's where they were. Um, where they were, I think it was Italy. But literally, the the water was coming up and it, and it broke their phone. Like it, the water was coming up and it was touching where their phone is. Explain that to me. Like I get it. It's this a movie. Episode of Film Code is brought to you by Zag Glass, the perfect <laughs> glass for your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's not. But. Uh, that was a great if idea. you would like to sponsor us, we're here. If you would like to, yeah, we're here. But 
<laughs> I'm assuming maybe that's how their phone didn't break because otherwise it's even then it's still unrealistic. So I don't know. Maybe they have a great product. Who knows? Yeah, just, there was just so much wrong with this movie, man. Like from beginning to end. And then now they're starting to set up a sequel. My friend, uh, my friend Jeremy, uh, shout out to him. He was getting up ready to leave. I'm like, bro, I'm telling you, there's probably end credits. He's like, nah, man. And then the end credits start playing. I'm like, told you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't care. Like it was, it like <laughs> for me, right? It was two genres that I have seen much better films in. Right, you had the action adventure. Like I've seen, like I said, pirates, uh, Die Hard, all of those other. You know what I'm saying? Video game adaptations. I like. I literally saw Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City a few months ago. That was better than this. Like, like as a video game adaptation movie, that was way better than this. That made me want to replay Resident Evil. Um, like, I will say this. I'll give it this. It's not as bad as the the latest Mortal Kombat. Fine, <laughs> like you get that win, um, but yeah, there's just like there there are better movies than this. E- even a movie that is based like not even based on a video game, but on video game culture. Zach, sorry, but Free Guy, Free Guy is better than this. Like, and Free Guy is is incredible. Like, and I've already seen it twice on Disney Plus since it's been on there, wow. so it's amazing. Um, like. This, this is just, it's, it's passable, but it's so incredibly forgettable that it's, it, I, I'm, I'm kind of with Brennan in, in the sense of like, why was this made? Because I'm like, it just, it, it, it just is so, it, there's no meat on its bones. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is a popcorn flick, but it's a throwaway popcorn flick. Like, like it, it's just, it doesn't have anything on it and i know they want to make it into a franchise which i i get because obviously the game was a franchise but i mean I, I i'll ask you guys both this question will you will you go see the next uncharted movie i mean i will because i know that people are going to ask about it <laughs> will i see it out of my enjoyment absolutely not I, i'm with zach here it's like for the sake of the podcast yes for this like i i was so against seeing moonfall but for the podcast i did it so in this case yes i i will go see the sequel using my a-list reservation because i refuse to actually pay real money for this yeah i'm even i don't know how they credit money out of your account to put towards the box office but like yes i will go see the sequel because it actually kind of looks promising um I'll be honest, it does look promising because through the end credit scene, you show like the brother still alive, Sam, and then you show like the mustache on Sully. So hopefully this was just a one off prequel film that they're like, OK, we just need to throw a bunch of little chunks of little game hints here and there and then actually do a better sequel. Now, let me ask you this. What if uh, you go see the sequel and it's just as bad? Would you return for the third film? No, they're they're. I'm giving them one more chance, and then after that, I'm done. <laughs> Zach, uh, I don't even want to watch the next movie, and I will. <laughs> so, I mean, I will. Like, I will watch whatever they have, but I, I really, it's not something I'm going to do out of my enjoyment. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm a I'm of that same boat where it's like I will will try to give this the 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 next movie a a chance um i have very little hope in it though because i like being honest as like i said as as not someone who played the games and and i'm just like and and your first movie didn't do anything to make me want to play the games i'm not gonna be you know knowledgeable of this franchise by the time the next one comes out either so i i just hope you have a better story it set up for us that that works as a movie mm-hmm. better than this yeah there's uh, they get one more shot for me we just you know what we need is we just need more parasite level films like <laughs> i'm not saying that just because zach's seeing it for the first time today but i like 
I, I say this a lot. Like we just we need more films that are on the level that Parasite was. That's that's a high bar. Like that's a really it, it is a very high bar <laughs> that not many films will reach. But like if people can strive to do that, cinema would be so much better. I agree. All right. So final ratings. Uh, Brandon, what do you have for I, I'm going to go with a solid two stars. Like it wasn't the greatest, but it also wasn't the worst. Um, that on a on a ranking level so far, I've seen three 2022 releases, which was Scream, Unchar- uh, Moonfall, and Uncharted. And then my ranking for that is Scream, Uncharted, and Moonfall. Moonfall is going to end up the very bottom of my list this year. Like there's no debate about that. Mm. But um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to go with a solid two stars. Um, I'm giving it an extra half star. Just like I'm. I was originally going to be one and a half, but I'm giving it an extra half star because Nolan North was in it and he actually did a good job. So, yeah, solid two stars. Zach, how about you? Um, yeah, I would also have to give it two stars. Um, I really hated this movie. So, yeah, two stars. Um, it was... I, I could watch it and be like, all right, it's on, but... It wasn't unbearable to her. I was like, please just take it off my screen. Mm-hmm. It still was terrible. So, yeah, two stars. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't expect this. Uh, we are all riding the two-star train. Um, it's not the worst movie that I've seen all year because um, that, that is still Moonfall. <laughs> but, uh, no. Yeah. But yep, yep, <laughs> yeah, yep. Sorry, sorry, Zach. You just got to roll with it, buddy. That movie's yeah. terrible. Uh, nope. <laughs> so, um, but uh, yeah, it's this is two stars. It's just it's incredibly forgettable. That's that's the thing. Like, it's a movie that honest to honest to God, it could have come and gone in the theater, and if we weren't doing this podcast, I never would have seen it. <laughs> like. Never would have seen it. I and, really wouldn't have either. And and, and never would have cared. Like and never would have cared to see it. Uh so that that's where I'm at with it. And then on top of that, the movie just did not deliver uh on any aspect that I cared for. So uh very forgettable, very underwhelming. I hope they do better in, in the sequel. I'm wishing them well. Um, but uh not a good so first first over. time out. Was that? I would like a reboot. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Let's do a reboot. Already. All right. What did you guys think of Uncharted? Let us know on Twitter or on Instagram at Film Code Pod. Um, so we are going to move on to what's good. What's good? What's good? What's good? has been good for you zach what do you got oh man uh well i've actually been seeing a lot of movies but the thing is is there a lot of, a lot of oscar nominated movies however there was one that did surprise me um a little bit it was actually the tinder swindler on netflix mm. i saw that show up on letterbox and I, I saw that it had some good ratings and i was like okay i'm gonna go check this out it's a documentary, um, fantastic. It's wonderful. Um, it is more exciting than Uncharted. <laughs> so definitely go check it out. If you want to see like an even crazier uh, adventure, action, suspenseful story. Yeah, it's, it's a documentary and it, it beats Uncharted like hands down. It's great. <laughs> I, I, I love every part of that story. Um, yeah, go check it out. The Tinder Swindler. Nice. Ooh, wee. That does sound interesting. All right, Brandon. Good. Yeah. For me, I've been watching a lot of Oscar nominated movies from last for 2021. And I'm gonna choose one from that list because that's really what I've been watching. But I watched Worst Person in the World um this past Thursday. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is anymore. Thursday. Um yeah, so it wasn't it was a pretty good movie i i it was a really slow burner and i'm like i i ended up like my my initial rating for it was a three 
And then I'm like, and then I put some thought into it. I'm like, hold on. She really is the worst person in the world. Yeah, hang on, hang on a second. Uh, Yo, you can't talk about my girl Julia like that. Oh my God. Listen here. Listen here. <laughs> Julia was going through some, some real. These are like major spoilers. Phoenix, maybe do like a dub that just says spoiler alert before. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. Julia, well, I'm just going to say Julia went through some crap. She, listen, she had a little bit of sympathy for me because there are a lot of complex human emotions that she shows mm-hmm. that, yes, looking from the outside in you're like what a terrible person but then you actually look at some of the things specifics in situations and you're like i actually see her point on some of this mm-hmm. and then it, and it's fantastic Listen. i'm not saying she's not a terrible person yeah <laughs> but, but but i can understand some of where she's coming from like it's very human like the way they did that movie mm-hmm. and i can really really appreciate that i really loved the worst person in the world like really really loved it it was a fantastic movie i'm right there with zach man don't talk about julie like that she's genius like <laughs> she's a beautiful person it was it was it was such a good movie like it was such a good movie and like she's still she's still a terrible person oh she's terrible like <laughs> like there's no mistake but I'm sure she felt bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's part of the reason why she feels like the worst person in the world. But man, that was a that was a great movie. It was a great movie. Um, so for me, <laughs> uh, I've been watching, been uh, redoing uh, the MCU. Just re, you know, covering it and just going back and rewatching some of the the older films up until now and. Uh, one of the films that really stuck out to uh, stood out to me uh, on rewatch that uh, I had probably forgotten about and just forgotten how good it actually was is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. Um, that is an amazing movie. Like, like it really is an amazing movie, and just what James Gunn does with with unknown characters, completely unknown characters to the to the world of the MCU. And I think the thing that was fascinating to me was, is I started with obviously Iron Man. And when you get from Iron Man to Guardians, you would think that, you know, like, whoa, like Marvel's gone out of bounds. Wow, like this is too much. Now we're in space. This is crazy. It segues so easy. So easy. And not only that, but the world of the Guardians is not that different from the world of Iron Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they are essentially a street level crime story. It just takes place on a different planet. Like to me, that that was like the best part of this movie was like how seamlessly it fit into the world of the MCU that was built from Iron Man. I'm like, I just think that that's an incredible feat that James Gunn was able to accomplish. Yeah. I see why so many people rate this movie much higher than I even have it rated because it, it's an it's an incredible film. So. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. I literally hadn't seen it since it came out in theaters. Rewatching it again. Fantastic, man. I couldn't ask for anything better. And, and a great film to just revisit uh, in your MCU rewatch if you get the chance. Uh, yes. James Gunn is just a fantastic director. From, from Guardians to Suicide Squad oh, to... Don't. Don't. To Peacemaker. <laughs> to the to the Scooby Doo movies, yeah, get, go, I, I, guys. Secret, I, I mean, if you ask anyone else who, who knows me, uh, I I hated Suicide, the second Suicide Squad. I hated Peacemaker. Well, actually, you know what? Let me retract. I did not hate Peacemaker. I was not a major fan of Peacemaker. 
So this is Zach's last time on our show, guys. It was great having him. Yeah, Zach, thank you for coming out, man. It's time to bring back Nathan and Nick. (laughs) Spoiler alert, if you have not seen um, Suicide Squad 2, but you have a giant starfish as your villain. This is the low you come to as a plot. In a film franchise as big as DC, your villain is a starfish that controls minds. The best part of that movie was the opening scene. And then from there, it continues to disappoint you. Oh, wow. Nothing but disagreements there. But uh, we got (laughs) to move on. So that's, you got worst person in the world, Guardians of the Galaxy, and, uh, oh, Jesus. Zach, which one was it? Oh, yes, the Tender Swindler. Check those out. Let us know what you guys think. And that's been what's good from all of us here at Film Code. You are now Film Code. And it is officially that time now, gentlemen. (laughs) It is time for Film Code. I had the code word this week, and I'm so excited to see what these guys came up with because I know they've been researching the whole show. <laughs> Get their guesses ready. So uh, your code word this week was seven. Uh, the film takes place between the years 2000 and 2010. Your director is best known for comedies, and it stars a lead actor who will be in a film that is still due to come out in 2022. And these guys asked for an extra hint, so I gave it to them, which is uh, this same lead actor is the star of a famous, successful franchise. So. Hang on, did you say comedies? Comedies, yes. Directors known for comedies. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that. Oh, okay, because I was shooting in the dark a little bit with this one. Oh, man. I wish I'd known that. I don't know. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's see what, what happens here. Well, Zach, you're kicking us off. So what is your guess for the code word? My guess is Quantum of Solace 007. Mm, how did you give them to that conclusion? <laughs> huh. Well, seven. Mm-hmm major film franchise and has a movie coming out in 2022. Daniel Craig has a movie coming out in 2022. What movie is that? I looked it up, so give me a second. I have no idea. It's Knives Out 2. Yeah. That's what it have you out. Have you seen not the first Knives Out? I think so. I don't... I believe I have. It's It's been a while if I have seen it. Um, I do remember that. I do remember that, though. I just... I don't remember the plot or anything. So I'll, have re- I'll have to rewatch it anyways. But um, so I, so yeah, Quantum of Solace, seven. Um, now as for the director, I did not see that. Uh, so the director here is Mark Forster. Mm-hmm. And I do not know. I don't, let me see. I don't think he's really known for comedy, so I don't think this is the right James Bond movie that I picked. <laughs> because there is uh, three other James, there's two other James Bond movies that came out between 2000 and 2010, and this one came out in 2008. Okay. So I do not believe my guess is right, but I know I'm I know I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with Casino Royale because again, seven. Daniel Craig has Knives Out 2 coming out, which I'm really, really, really excited for. Um, I wish, I really hope that gets kind of a theatrical run. Um, but back to what I was saying, it involves seven. Martin Campbell directed Green Lantern, which is a terrible comedy movie because it's made fun of a lot in uh, Deadpool. So um, I'm going to have to go with that. I know I'm wrong, but just tell me, tell us we're wrong because I already know it. Wow. Okay, well, sometimes cramming doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, see, see, your yeah. your your hints were too vague. My hints were too vague. Really? Is Wait this a Double Seven movie? It is not a Double Seven movie at all, <laughs> which is kind of funny. So, um, 
Let's see. Your director, best known for comedies, is Harold Ramis, who did Groundhog Day, Caddyshack, Analyze This, Analyze That, Multiplicity, and Year One. <laughs> okay, but what movie are you talking about? I'll get to that. <laughs> okay, but 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 get to it. Yeah, your <laughs> film is from to the year two thousand exactly. Um, your lead actor, uh who is, has a movie coming out in 2022. That movie is Killers of the Flower Moon, directed by Martin Scorsese. And Seven, because this movie is about uh, someone being granted seven wishes. That's where the seven comes from. And that movie is Bedazzled, starring Brendan Fraser. Never and- even seen it. <laughs> what the hell is Brendan <laughs> Fraser going to be in this year? Killers of the Flower Moon. He's in that. And his uh the the franchise that he's uh was a part of that is a successful franchise is the Mummy franchise. That Mummy is, is your, not success. That is not a successful. That is success, a successful. That is not a successful franchise. I would like the Brendan I would like to combat that. I would like to combat the Mummy franchise is garbage. It might be garbage, but it is a successful franchise. They made three. That's why. <laughs> there you have it. So <laughs> bedazzled. Starring Brendan Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley, directed by Harold Ramis. That is your code word. That is your successful code word. So you guys did terrible. <laughs> it was very terrible you know, guesses. Just like Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. And <laughs> yeah. So you guys got to watch Bedazzled. I, I highly encourage it. It is a funny movie. It does not have great scores. <laughs> it's out of 2 7 right now on Letterboxd. But it is a. I wonder movie. why. <laughs> it's a great movie. I enjoyed it. So there you have it. All right, we are gonna get up out of here, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining us, Brandon. Let everybody know where they can find you, sir. I'm still mad about this. You guys can find me at F A N T A S M I C ears over on Letterbox. Go check me out over there. I've been doing a lot of the um, um, watching of the, the 2021 Oscar nominated films. Kind of took a slowdown because I got to catch up on some school. I've been kind of catch up on some schoolwork. Work's been kind of busy. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, go check me out over there. Thank you guys again for listening. All right. And Zach, where can everybody find you, sir? You guys can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneath. That is Z-A-C-H-S and as in Nancy E-A-P-H. And you can find me on Letterbox at Z Sneaks. Alright, and you guys can find me on Twitter at IMHO Reviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterbox under PA Clouden. And as always, please follow the show on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Filmcode Pod. We will see you guys next week. We are out of here. Peace. <laughs>